Welcome back to the Not Your Mama podcast. This is Kelly Bryant, creator and founder of Kelly Bryant Wellness, prenatal and postpartum trainer who helps you get real results. I even guarantee it. On today's episode, I am going to be sharing a live conversation that was for the participants of the Resolution Revolution. So this is one of our habit coaching calls. You might notice that the sound is not as great. It's because it's coming from a Zoom call. And there's going to be some places where I edit out some of the side conversations that happen with the live participants. That said, still an amazing, amazing episode to listen to where we're going to be talking about why forming new habits is so freaking hard and how to change your thoughts in order to have more success at forming new habits. Check it out. What I want to talk about today is why do we do anything? That we do. So the, the habits that we form are things. They're things that we do. So this is going to be like, <laughs> I'm going to give you some like definitions. You're going to feel like that feels very um, obvious, but bear with me. So the things that you do, the habits that you form are actions. They're actions that you take. Every action that we take is based on our feelings. As human beings, we are designed to seek pleasure and avoid pain. And so building new habits is difficult because we're sitting here trying to avoid pain and meanwhile doing something that's unpleasant. So um, Jessica said, I'm working on drinking at least 100 ounces of water each day. That's awesome. So drinking, let's say, for example, drinking more water, you're like, that's not painful. But it is, it is always, quote unquote, painful to do something different than what we've been doing. And I'm kind of using painful. um, It requires more energy. Our human bodies are designed to preserve energy at all costs. So we want to do the simplest, most straightforward thing. I teach a lot of the time, um, like efficiency, our brains are designed for efficiency. We want to do the things we've always done. So it is actually like painful or effortful or um, requires more energy to do anything new. So everything we do is based on a feeling and we want to feel more good and less bad all the time. And here's the trick. We think that our feelings are based on our circumstances. So we think like our partner says something rude and then we have a feeling or there's a pandemic and we have a feeling or there is, you know, a stressful email from our boss and we have a feeling. That's not how it works. We have circumstances which are just neutral. The presence of a pandemic, the words that came out of your partner's mouth, the emails, the the emails, the sentences typed in an email, those are just circumstances. They're facts. And they don't mean anything if we don't have a thought about them. So the thoughts that we have are largely based on conditioning. So we're very, very good at thinking the thoughts that we've always thought, because again, human beings designed for efficiency. So if we're designed to always think the same thoughts that we have, the way that we interact with our circumstances has far more to do with us than it does to do with our circumstances, right? And I'm looking at Ro on this one because the neurosculpting thing, right? So Neurosculpting is all about teaching yourself to think different thoughts than you're used to thinking. 
So something like a pandemic, you could have a thought like, you know, there's a neutral, there's a neutral fact. There's X number of people in the world who have gotten this illness. It spreads at a rate of Y and businesses are responding in the following ways and the government is responding in the following ways. None of that is good or bad. None of that is, uh, has any power to make you feel anything, right? Because if you were like someone who's like living off grid in Alaska, I have no idea why that's the example that came to mind, but it is. If you are someone who's living off grid in Alaska with no access to news and that has no impact on you, you have no thoughts about it and therefore no feelings. Your partner could say the same sentence to you and someone who is conditioned to take that, like using, take that personally versus someone who is conditioned to be like, that doesn't have anything to do with me, right? They're going to interpret that sentence very differently. And of course, when we're talking about relationship, they're going to interpret that sentence based on all of the millions of previous sentences the partner has said to them, right? So you're going to respond very differently the 57,000th time your partner says, can you please unload the dishwasher? Then you respond the first time. The 57,000th time you're like, why am I being attacked? This is, this is personal and you don't love me. The first time you're like, yeah, maybe I'll unload the dishwasher. Like, so clearly our circumstances are not what determines our feelings. And this is really important to like, because I do this all the time. So I, I do what's called self-coaching where I like write down Here's the circumstance, here's the thought, here's the feeling, here's the action that I'm taking. And you can build, this is what's called a model. So I'm borrowing this all from um, the Life Coach School is my source cited if you would like to go check them out. But um, you can start a model with any line item, right? So in the case of habits, we can say, I'm currently taking an action of drinking 20 ounces of water a day. And we can say, why am I doing that? Well, because I have a feeling. What is the feeling? Um, Rushed, uh, stressed, bored. I don't think lazy is a feeling, but like I'm sure there's synonyms around lazy that we could come up with that like maybe are a reason that you're not drinking enough water. Um, Like I would say a lot of it probably comes down to like this isn't that important. There's other things that are more important. That's why I think like rushed is a good word Um, or distracted. And you just ask yourself, okay, what thought is giving me the feeling distracted? And maybe it's a thought like I have way too much to do, or I, um, I can never remember to do this. Like, I'm just not the type of person who does this, right? These are like thoughts that we might have that influence the feeling that ultimately gives us the action of not drinking water. For me, I'm like, everything just comes down to like, I have too many other things to do. Like, this isn't that important. Those are thoughts that I see a lot. So all we have to do is think something different. So then we go over to our desired model where we have an action of drinking 100 ounces of water a day. And what is the feeling, right? Calm, like determine, I don't know. If you decide what feeling feels right to you, this is the other cool thing about this is that everyone's going to have very different thoughts and feelings that create the same action, right? So one person might need to drink a hundred or might want to drink a hundred ounces of water. And they might need to have thoughts like this is really important. They need to feel like determined and focused. And someone else 
might have an action of wanting to drink a hundred ounces of water. And they might need to have thoughts like, I have plenty of time. I'm not in a hurry. And that might give them a feeling of like calm and leisurely, same action, just different people. And that's, what's cool about this is it's all based on your unique programming of like how you've thought before and how you've interacted with our circumstances before you'll notice in these, in these situations, we have not changed our circumstances. When we create new habits, like no shade, I want to preface this with no shade. When we create new habits, we like to change our circumstances. We're like, I don't want to change anything about myself. I just want this to be easier. So we do things like setting alarm on our phone, um, buying a big water bottle, telling someone else that we want to, uh, that we want to drink more water. Like these are all helpful. I put these in the category of like tips and hacks. They work if you have the thoughts and feelings present to support them. If you have the thought, I'm really busy. I don't have time. This isn't important. And a feeling of like stressed, rushed, doesn't matter how many alarms you set. It doesn't matter how big a water bottle you buy. None of that makes any difference because you haven't addressed the thought that this isn't important and you don't have the time. So what feeling would you have if you were consistently taking the action that you want to take of this habit? And if you want to put these in the chat, I would love that. Again, not while you're driving, but if you want to drop in the chat, what is the feeling? I love, like, if we go to Rose, you know, a conscious act of kindness each day to a member of my family, I can tell you what you wouldn't feel, like, annoyed, resentful, like, frustrated, connected. Yeah, that's a great feeling. There's no good, I shouldn't say that's a great feeling. That resonates with me. I would, I think that would help me too. There's no right or wrong feelings, right? So what's important, I want to just mention here, I'll throw in this aside without going too far down the rabbit hole, but like, it's important to keep in mind that you can generate action from a lot of different feelings. And so sometimes people do things like, you know, they'll get like a terminal diagnosis and they'll be like, I'm going to change my life. And they, they do it from this place of like, oh my, like fear, desperation. You can make change from any emotion. There's no negative or positive, but if you feel that way, you have to feel that way along the way. So it is worth keeping in mind, like, yes, it would be lovely to have a habit of drinking more water or doing nice things for other people, but it probably would would be nice to do those things while also feeling good along the way. So we can intentionally choose like, yes, I know that like fear or anger or those kinds of feelings could probably drive me to do the exact same habit. But spoiler alert, this is why a lot of people fail at things like weight loss because they're being driven by shame and self-loathing and fear. And so you can do it, but then you realize that I don't really care that much about losing the weight because I feel like crap. Like I feel awful and your body is designed, what did we say, to avoid ple- or to avoid pain and seek pleasure. And so it's going to be like, boo-boo, one, you're losing weight, which means you're going to die. 
because that's how our brain is programmed. You, your body wants weight because that is a security blanket of not dying of starvation. And two, your body is like, also, I feel like shit. Your body's like, I feel terrible. Jessica's feeling was accomplished. Accomplished is a great one because you get to feel now the way that you imagine that you would feel when it's done, when you've accomplished it, right? So this is like a, a, a hack, a life hack that any goal that you have in the world, you can just ask yourself, why do I want that? Like, what do I think? How is my life going to be better once I've done that? And you can say, well, because I'll feel accomplished because I'll, you know, I, I have this big goal for, um, 2021, this is going outside the scope of like habits, but I have this big goal for 2021. And I made this list of like, why do I think that my life is going to be better if I do that? And the list is things like, well, cause I'd take better care of myself because I'd spend more time with my family because I'd have a better relationship because I would, one of the items on my list is literally cause I'd have my shit together. Like I can just choose to believe all of those things right now. And that's actually how I get to accomplishing the goal. And the cool thing is whether I, whether I succeed or fail, I get, I got to feel good the whole time instead of feeling terrible. Yes. Yeah. So Rose said, I wanted to not feel anger in my family relationship. So instead of trying to stop being angry, I decided to, I assume it meant I decided to spend my time with them with kindness. Yeah, that's great. So that like, it's hard. <laughs> it's a big leap also to go from quote unquote, a negative emotion to a positive emotion. If it works, do it. Sometimes people find it helpful to use a bridging model or a bridging feeling or a bridging thought where you go. And this is a bad example with your family because like, we're kind of wired to love them already. Like, but, um, maybe with the example of like drinking water or something that's like a little bit more, you don't have like an emotional attachment to it. You want to go from like stressed, rushed, this isn't important, to calm, plenty of time, focused. And in between, that's like a very big way to go. And you have a thought like, I have plenty of time in the world. This, you know, there's time for what matters. And your brain, because your brain is smart, your brain is like, bullshit. <clears throat> that's not true. And so you have to come up with a bridging thought in between, which might just be something like, I, my brain is very sassy and a little bit salty. So my bridging thoughts are usually like, this isn't that effing important. Calm down, like simmer. Like I don't usually jump from like, to like, like I need something in between, which is just like, simmer. It's going to be fine. So I'll say things like, I, when I was building the habit of making my bed, I would say to myself over and over again, this takes two minutes. The world is not going to end if you're two minutes late. It's okay. And now, of course, I don't have to think that anymore. Like, I don't have to think anything because it is a habit. And this is like where ultimately we kind of like close the loop on like what even are habits. Habits are things that we do unconsciously. So eventually we do it so frequently that now it's like, this is just what I do. I like, I shower, I get ready. I put my clothes on, I make my bed. And of course on Saturday mornings, when I don't shower, put my clothes on, get ready. I don't make my bed because it's not a habit anymore. And I'm not consciously creating thoughts and feelings that inspire me to do that. Okay. So we've got 10 minutes left. I would love to hear, um, for those of you who are 
who joined late, I did ask if you want to share, you can share what your habit is that you're working on. Um, but you also, I would love to hear how you did. So if you printed out the habit tracker and you tracked it last week, or if you just have a feeling in your head of like, Oh, I did about five out of eight days so far. And I guess this is day eight. So you're not, (laughs) it's not too late. You can say like, I did five out of seven or I did like, okay. Or I didn't do Jack. That's fine too. Four out of seven. Not bad. Kelly, I can tell you mine. Can you hear yeah, me? Yeah, tell okay? yeah, tell me what how'd you do? Okay. Um, so mine was to go to bed earlier mm. because I was thinking I wanted to get more sleep and I wanted to feel more rested, but I can't control any of those things. Like I can't control how much sleep I get, but I can't control what time I go to bed. Right. Totally. So I thought, yeah. So I thought, okay, I'm gonna go to bed at by nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. And Um, and I did it, um, every single weekday. And then on Friday and well, Friday night, I thought like, okay, well it's Friday night. Like Mm -hmm. I can stay up. It's not a big deal. And so I stayed up till like probably 1030 Mm -hmm. and it was not productive time. It was like, (laughs) I think my husband and I watched, I know right now we, we watched Dateline on TV. We, (laughs) you know, it's like, there was, there was like absolutely no reason why I needed to stay up. And then I ended up getting up just as early the next day. So mm. I'm, so I'm regretful that I didn't keep it on the weekends, but mm. I've done every single night, you know, like Sunday night I did, and you know, Monday through Thursday. That's great. So, so one thing I want to note here, just for anyone else who's like thinking about a habit similar to Kate's, you get to decide if the habit you want to form is to go to bed at the same time every night or every weeknight or every seventh of the month. Like you could make any, obviously it would be very hard to do every seventh of the month because you don't get enough reps to actually make that a habit. But like you can, um, you can decide what you want the habit to be. I, I'm similar to you, Kate, that like, I usually kind of let it slide like Friday, Saturday, Thursday, my, my Friday night is Thursday, Friday night. Um, but interesting that you found that that wasn't helpful for you because then you still woke up at the same early time and felt not rested and not, you hadn't gotten enough sleep. So what's one thing that I didn't mention yet, which is really interesting in all of this is like human beings have a prefrontal cortex. So we have this like deep lizard brain, which is designed to like always seek pleasure and avoid pain, seek pleasure, avoid pain, keep doing the things that we've always done because those haven't killed us yet. We have a prefrontal cortex, which is the part of our brain that is capable of delaying pleasure of saying, I'm going to do this now, which is uncomfortable in order to get this later, which I want more. And I mean, that's all habits are like consciously creating habits is just the knowledge that like, we're going to get something better later by doing the work now. And we can think about, okay, maybe there's a thought there, Kate, that you can use. That's something like, um, I know I don't want to go to bed now, or I know this feels good now, but I know I'm going to feel worse later. And then you actually can make a valid conscious decision of like, do I want the pleasure now of not adulting very well, which is like what I consider it when I'm like another episode. 
So, but you can make a conscious decision of like, I am doing this because it feels more pleasurable to repeat this activity. You know, television gives us like serotonin hits, like it feels more pleasurable to continue this, even though I acknowledge that I'm going to feel more pain tomorrow for not having gone to bed. Or you can say, oh, it's going to be really uncomfortable to get up and turn the TV off right now. But I know I'm going to feel better tomorrow when I've gotten sleep. And that's like one, one thought, right? One if you're like a highly logical person, some people like thoughts that are deeply like emotional. And some people like thoughts that are like, this feels uncomfortable now, but my brain will like the pleasure of sleeping tomorrow. Like however you want to think it. Um, Brittany said, writing a journal entry, seven out of seven. And I love this mantra. It doesn't matter what you write. Great. Jessica said, I filled out the tracker today, have been doing it in my head. I think three out of seven, I broke it into five portions and have worked on being mindful about stopping and thinking about it. Yeah. So breaking, I assume you mean you broke the hundred ounces of water into five portions. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that's one way. So that's like in the category of like circumstances of like, if that works, if that circumstance of like, I can drink water in five separate 20 ounce servings or whatever, if that's helpful. And that is like, you still have the support of the thought like this is important or whatever the thoughts are that you like, um, then that works. So we did a little bit of like thinking about supporting thoughts last week. I want to close today. If you guys want to share them in the chat, that would be amazing. Um, But uh, I want everybody to think of like, what is with this kind of context? What is the feeling that I want to have? And then what is the thought that I want to have that's supporting it. And that can be a, your ultimate final thought you want to have, or it can just be like a bridging thought, right? So bridging thoughts, I hear this a lot in the context of weight and fitness and things like that, where it's like, instead of thinking like, oh my God, I'm disgusting. I hate how I look. You're not going to go like, I'm amazing. I love everything about my body. Like that is not a realistic jump to make overnight, but you can move to a neutral thought, which is like, I have a body. I have legs. My thighs carry me when I want to walk. My arms can pick my kids up. Um, Things like that. And, you know, kind of like focusing on letting go of language. So this was like kind of um, like I can, like I think of um, Brittany's thought is like, it doesn't matter what you write. Like that's like a, in my opinion, that's like a very neutral thought of just like, doesn't matter what you write. The practice, it's, you know, she's not going to go to like, I'm changing my life with journaling. This is so important. She's going to go to like, doesn't matter. Just write something, anything. So if y'all want to drop your thoughts for the week in the chat. Yeah, I love that. I can do this. I'm worth it. I can change my thoughts. Totally. I love I am worth it. Love that because it feels true to me. Obviously that resonates with my programming. It might not resonate with someone else's, but a lot of these habits have to do with like nurturing um, what I'm going to call our meat suit, like just our physical human body. And like, there is no objective value of any one human body over another. So when we're talking about, especially for you parents, your body, your meat suit is worth just as much as your kids and your partners 
and all of these other people who we are serving. And so, yes, emotionally, like that's a bigger leap, I think, to ask moms to like take care of their mental health because it really feels like everyone else's mental health is more important than ours. But your meat suit, your body, your corpse, whatever you want to call it, objectively worth and just important as everyone else's. And probably even more important to keep in mind, yours is the only one you can control. I have tried to control toddlers' bodies. You cannot. Try to control an infant's body? Lol. They will poop on you. You can only control what goes in and comes out and is put on and is done to your body. So like, let's make that the priority. So I love a thought like I'm worth it. Um, Brittany said, you need a release. Love that. And the reminder, Brittany, that you need a release even when you don't think you need a release, right? Even you're like, I don't know, I feel fine. It's fine. I do that all the time with my journaling practice. I'm like, I don't have time. I'm fine. I don't feel bad. It's good. I don't need to do that. Like (laughs) you can still need a release. Um, mm, Ro, I was thinking of one for you too, Ro, of like when I do kind things, kind of what we were saying earlier, like I get to feel good too which is like, that's my like very self-serving version of your like be the change versus expect it from others. Yes. A hundred percent. I think it goes almost hand in hand with that of like, I can model and demonstrate how I want everyone else to act, but also when I'm modeling and demonstrating how I want everyone else to act, I'm also in integrity and it feels good. I'm in alignment with my own values, right? Like very out of integrity and out of alignment when we say, why aren't people being nice? I'm going to go make everybody else be nice. Like that is at face value, like out of integrity and out of alignment with what your stated values are, which are being nice. Like, and I should differentiate between being nice and being kind. I think being kind is more important. And I do think there's nice is like manners. Kind is like being a good person and maybe telling the truth when you don't want to. Um, We are at our time for today. Bye, darlings. Thank you so much for being here. I will see you back next week or on Wednesday for our workout call. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Not Your Mama podcast. I would be so grateful. In fact, I would consider it my holiday gift from you if you would take a second to go back to your podcast app and leave this show a rating and review after hitting the subscribe button. So subscribe, leave us a rating. It helps other people find the show. Have an amazing week.